With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Frank Benali, and you're listening to In That Number. And then they lift one over the top for Danny Ings. He's in the box. Oh, to his left foot. Brilliant. Oh, it's a Hey, thanks for checking out In That Number. I'm your host, Ray Hunt. Follow me on Twitter at RayHunt84. My co-hosts, Kevin at the Moscow Mush Milverton at Moscow Mush. Statman Steve at Statman underscore Steve. Find him on Instagram at St. Mary's Statbase. Follow the show at Number Podcast, available on Instagram and Facebook too. Please leave us a review on iTunes, subscribe and share as far and wide as you can. If you would like to send us any questions, send us an email on inthatnumberpodcast at gmail.com or reach out to us on Twitter and we'll be sure to get back to you as soon as we can. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode of In That Number, episode 83, Public McMenemy. <laughs> Sorry, I keep on laughing about that one. Um, I hope you've all had an excellent break. <laughs> Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Kev. Um, yeah, a special episode this week as we have a ton of news to get through before we can even think about previewing the season. So allow me to bring in the incomparable Moscow Mush, Kevin Milverton. Mush, how are you? I am grand, thanks. Yeah, it's as if I haven't been away at all. Really? I was just we haven't spoken a long time and I don't know, to me it seems like it's been it's been ages. What's it been four really, weeks mean... since our last episode? Yeah, I'm amazed it's that it's that long. Because I had a, sh- a very short holiday, I think, uh, just after the last episode, and then then you went on a holiday, and yeah, week or two without recording, and here we are again. That's it. That's it. Uh, yeah, it's been non-stop. I mean, it's been a very unusual summer. I mean, normally I get a kind it's of. It's been an unusual year, oh, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. Um, I don't think we'll probably see a, a year like it anytime soon, but. Um, yeah, I mean, it's as if, I mean, I normally have like a summer where I don't, I've got a lot of free time and I can, you know, do other things. Um, but yeah, it's been absolutely non-stop. So yeah, the, the new academic year is starting and the previous one hasn't really finished. So it's very strange. Same with the football season, really. I was at the Champions League exactly. final last weekend and the Community Shield yesterday and. Is this the first time that they played, uh, Two Champions League simultaneously, like there's teams qualifying for the. I think so. Twenty-one, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, Celtic. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, 
Holiday, holiday, holiday. How was your holiday? It was nice. It was way too short. I should have maybe taken a bit uh, more time with it. Although um, I saw it in the news. We were thinking about going back for another sort of long weekend. We saw in the news that um, some massive forest fires <laughs> um, where we were staying. So oh um, yeah, it probably would have not been a, such a good idea after all. Well, there you go. Yes, how was Cornwall? It was good. Cornwall and Devon, I'll have you know. It was good. Um, yeah, it was about the right time, I think. I, I didn't have too little or too long. I think it was good. I, I don't like being away from home for too long. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice getaway. And I didn't really have any any signal out there, but it was quite nice to have a break, if I'm honest. But, you know, we did... Um, Get a break from that as well. Oh, yeah, exactly. We did. Um, we went to St. James's Park in Exeter. I took my, my kids there. They had their Saint shirts on. Um, I got some funny looks. <laughs> um, and then we went to Home Park, uh, Plymouth Argyle as well, and did the same thing. So they, they, they play in the same colours, don't they? Exeter. Exeter, red and white stripes, yeah. Yes. But, yeah, it was definitely not an Exeter ship. Um, anyway, Kevin, did you watch the Charity Shield yesterday? Charity, uh, community, community Shield. Why do I keep on doing that? Why, why? Why? It's been years since it's been called that. I don't know. No, no, I couldn't be asked. Ah, Arsenal right. won it, didn't they? Yes, they did. They look good, to be honest. I mean, Artes is doing, doing a good job there. And Liverpool haven't been right, have they, since lockdown? Not quite right. I mean, I, mean, I, I still won the league, but, I mean, it was done I before that. Didn't have to do much really to, to win the league by that uh, point. But I mean, I mean, Robertson looked good yesterday. He's um, I don't know if you saw. No, you said he didn't. But yeah, the crosses that he was firing in. I mean, wow. I mean, what I'd give to have a player that gets into those advanced positions like so often and delivers quality cross after cross. It's, it must be a delight to have something like that. That's not a knock on Bertrand, by the way. If that's what you think. Well, I was thinking more Carl Walker Peters. No, no, because this is the left side, isn't it? Hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Liverpool can afford to play a more expansive branded football than us anyway, can't they? But yeah. Um, today, Kevin, uh, what do we have in store today? Um, well, we have a, a shice load of news that mm-hmm. has just been piling up uh, since we last recorded. Um, and just a few, yeah, a few bells and whistles and um, uh, leftovers that have been knocking around in the cupboard and the sell-by dates coming up on them. So... Might as well finish them off. Good, good, good. Um, okay, well, let's let's get into that then. Let's go straight into the news. This is ITN in that number news. Okay then, ITN news. Um, since we last recorded, Kev, um, we had the manager of the, the official manager of the month for July. Um, and that was picked up by none other than Ralph, Ralph Hasenhutzel. Who? Yes, picked up the official Premier League gong. So, well deserved, of course, and because of that fantastic end to the season post-lockdown. But yeah, nice bit of news to start with. Um, I'm going to go to season tickets as well. A little bit of an update. There's a, if you're looking to renew or, or maybe buy, um, there's a Saints promise that um, they've, well, they've promised so if you renew your season tickets or get new ones uh, and, you're, and you're not allowed entry into the stadium due to the capacity restrictions, you will receive a refund on every match you're denied seeing. Um, but that renewal window closes on Tuesday the 1st, so got a couple of days to get that in. I understand also that if you are allowed back in the stadium, they will be cleaned thoroughly before kickoff. Hand sanitizers available everywhere, of course, and contactless payment throughout. But, I mean, if you want any more info, you can check out the website. That will explain it a lot more clearer than I can. Um, fixtures have been out, of course, you'll know. Uh, we open our campaign with a trip to Selhurst Park against Crystal Palace, and that's on Saturday the 12th of September, a 3pm kickoff. Our first home game against the Spurs has now been moved to the Sunday for TV purposes. That's available on BT Sports uh, on Sunday at the 20th, and that's a 12pm kickoff. Um, other notable fixtures, of course, we travel to London again on Boxing Day. This time we take on New Boys Fulham. Uh, welcome the champions to St Mary's on January the 2nd. It's going to be a good one. Hopefully we'll be allowed back in by then. Um, and we end the campaign on the 23rd of May in London again, where we take on West Ham. Actually, our last three matches, um, hopefully to secure safety, <laughs> uh, will be Fulham, Leeds at home, and then West Ham away. Um, yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm already in that mood. 
Uh, are there any fixtures that you've circled? Um, yeah, obviously the ones around Christmas uh, are appealing uh, to me. Um, yeah, Fulham away, but I think it's going to be a difficult one to get to, isn't it? Yes, oh yes. Uh, on Boxing Day. Um, but City at home the week before, that could be interesting, especially with the, the signing that they're reportedly uh, yeah. um, going to get their hands on. And uh, yeah, at home to West Ham uh, two days after Christmas, uh, it's just sod store that that's the match that we have to watch. It's going to be an exciting one, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Liverpool news take that. Um, sorry, it's the day after, isn't it? Yeah, January the second. Yeah, January the second. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that's also very interesting. And you know me, Kev. I always look for the Man United game, um, and that's at St Mary's on the twenty eighth of November. So that's four days after my birthday. Wink, wink. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. If, you're, if you're able to leave the country, we could go and see that one together. If you're around, that would be nice. Yeah, leads away the picture that everyone's been looking forward to. That's on the twelfth of January. Oh, okay. It's an evening fixture though, so you'd have to take the next day off for work. Uh, news from you, Kevin. Do you have anything you would like to? No. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It's fucked up your fucked up the episode, isn't it? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so, um, of course, uh, the fixtures, uh, Premier League fixtures, are not really what everyone's looking forward to. What everyone wanted to know was um, who are Saints under twenty ones facing in the EFL Trophy? Yes. Uh, we've got a chance to to beat reigning uh, cup holders. I don't know who won that. Uh, don't, don't, don't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, we are in Southern Group C along with Milton Keynes Dons, Northampton Town and Stevenage, uh, who we play first uh, on the 8th of September. Yeah, do you know what I noticed with that group? Why are we playing all our games away? Um, because we play better away. Everyone knows that. That's <laughs> the, the Football League just way of re- rewarding us, is it? Okay. Yeah, I've um, noticed that everyone else gets a home and away fixture, but we play all, all the way. I'm not sure if you know why. Um, yeah, maybe that is a rule that the academies have to play away. I don't know. I mean, there's, there's only one yeah. fixture, isn't there? Um, uh, yeah, well, all of the other academies do look like they are playing away. So. Must be it, then. Yeah, get, yeah there's, what, the, the, what, 42 teams in the League 1 and League 2. Mm. The 16 academies that are invited are all playing. Oh, okay, that's fine. That's that's cleared that up. No, was it supposed to be one leg before? Because they're, they only, yeah, they're only playing uh, three games. Yeah. Instead of six. Yes. One leg. So that must have just been the way they decided it. And um, yeah, that means that all of the um, other teams get two home games. That's fair enough. Okay. Um, yeah, Stevenage. Where do they play? What what ground they play? Hmm. Oh, God. I can't remember. A broad hallway. Okay. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, and they they, they, they they shouldn't even be in the two, should they? They should have been relegated as that. There you go. Oh, um, yes. Lucky bastards. Got, got, got none avoided. Um, so, yeah, um, we'll be playing uh, Northampton on the 6th of October and MK Dons on the 10th of November. Okay, yes, the 1920... Southampton Player Awards. Um, I mean, do, do they really have to bother? <laughs> well, one or two of them, perhaps. Yeah, quite possibly. Um, yeah, very predictably, um, players, player of the season, and fans, player of the season, of course, is the one lonely king of the scrummers, Danny Ings. Goal of the season. Um, do you remember who got our goal of the season? I, I think it was uh, Shea Adams against Man City. Yeah, and that's the goal that got it in the official awards as well. Mm. So, yeah, obviously in touch with uh, our listeners. Obviously think. listening to us as well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, the official, the wanker of the season. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, they didn't have that. Um, young player of the season, uh, Will Smallbone. Again, um, not really much competition in that sector either. No one's really broken through, have they, in, this, in the last yeah. 12 months or so. Um, President's Choice Award, James Ward-Prowse. Yeah, it's good that he came over with something because playing every minute of every game, that's, that's very impressive and he has been fantastic. And, yeah, the Academy Scholar of the Year is Al Jankovic. Yeah, good stuff. Um, yeah, Bojack Horseman's under-23s. Pre-season friendly against Wickham Wanderers. Um, D- 
didn't do too well. They lost uh, lost one nil um, through yeah. Alex Samuel header in the 58th minute. Yeah, it was apparently wasn't a very good game to watch by all accounts. Yeah, I mean, there's quite a few loanies that are coming back. Aren't there? Um, Alfie Jones, Josh Sims, and the like. Yeah, yeah, they got some minutes, didn't they? Tom O'Connor as well. Um, I think Dan and Lindley yeah, started. Um, Slattery and oh, good. Ferry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Hesketh, yeah. Um, and actually, do you remember um, when we signed Shea Adams from Birmingham last year? We got that Ramelow Mitchell. Uh, That's right. Um, he, he, he played and um, got some action as well in that game, but. Okay, I mean, that's just a bit of tinkering and testing. Um, oh, who was the lad we signed from Chelsea then? Uh, Jacob Maddox. Maddox, that's right. He was only on loan though. Okay, has he gone back? I think so. Must have, must have released him. Um, yeah, okay, maybe uh, this a surprising number of um, familiar names, so maybe I have to start watching the uh, 2023s. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll make more of an effort this year, for sure. Mm. Um, yesterday, Mush, we played our. Pre-season friendly against Swansea City um, and thumped them seven-one. It's no big deal. Um, <laughs> yeah, just I played four thirty-minute periods um, and played a strong starting eleven, of which, barring any new signings, I think is what we're going to go with against Palace because um, it was pretty much how, as you'd expect: McCarthy, uh, Walker, Peters, Bednarek, uh, Stevens, Bertrand, Armstrong, Ward-Prowse, Romeo, Redmond, Ings, and Adams. Pretty solid. It's probably our best 11. Um, in the second 30, they played the same 11, but they changed it up completely for the third period uh, with Forster in goal. Uh, Valerie Vestergaard, Clara Vokings, Slattery, Smallbone, Gineppo, Buffel, Long and Oberfemi. Um, goal scorers, um, incidentally, Ings with a double, Prousey with a double, Adams, Redmond and Bertrand also find in the net. So, yeah, it was an important match, I think. Um, important minutes. And, you know, good preparation. Mm. Yeah, so, let's hope we can start with a re- uh, result like that. Um, I'm, I'm more interested in uh, what sort of accommodation options uh, Swansea had to when they, when they came to Southampton. <laughs> Get their uh, their booking cancelled at the last minute and have to <laughs> find an Airbnb or something. <laughs> that would be fitting, wouldn't it? <laughs> Certain fucking right. But yeah. Um, yeah, good luck in the championship. Hey. Um, oh, mysterious. I mean, we can't start a new season without some sort of <laughs> fucking debacle with the with the sponsors or the shirts or or, or something like that. Um, uh, completely legitimate and not at all <laughs> money laundering uh, sponsor LD Sports. Yes, we do mean LD Sports. Mm. Um, <laughs> Has disappeared off the face of the earth. I mean, not much. Not that there was much to disappear, really, but um, leaving us with a, a bit of a quandary. And um, the club have kind of they've kind of painted our new spent sponsors, uh, Sportsbet.io, as some sort of saviors that have come in at the last minute, um, waving their cash um, from certain tax havens uh, in our faces. And yeah. uh, saving the club from almost certain meltdown. It's it's a weird one, this, isn't it? Like it always I, is. I didn't know. I mean, what I don't, I still don't know quite what happened because I've heard varying reports. Actually, it's like China pulled the plug, and then the club are saying that it was it was no longer appropriate and viable partner. But you know, I guess I know your stance. But I guess is sports bet a, a, a viable partner and appropriate? I don't know because like it's remarkable, really, because just over a year ago. The club stated that they wanted to go in a different direction than online gambling, and, and you know here we are. And like the, the club's uh, commercial officer, David Thomas, I mean, in his comments, it just it just spouted a load of bullshit, just saying that they are absolutely delighted with the new partnership and stuff like that. And I don't know, I, I bet they are. I just don't care what it is as long as the money money can, continues to roll in. They changed their tack. I don't know what, why they. I mean, couldn't have just stuck with. Virgin, anyway, that were doing quite a lot in the community and, mm. you know, quite a well-known brand. Would you have been okay with them not having a, a shirt sponsor for a year and using all that revenue, losing all that revenue? You, you know I love it when there's no sponsor. Um, mm. <laughs> there have been a few occasions, haven't there, where we just haven't had a sponsor one season. I thought this season was going to be one of them. But, I yeah, did. that okay. doesn't happen in 2020, does it? Especially no. with um, the needs that they have. But you'd think, yeah, that... The, 
they'd be able to come to some kind of agreement with Virgin, but um, yeah, just a temporary one, if anything. But yeah, yeah. but actually though, I, looking at the shirt now, I think it looks good with the with the new sponsor. Regardless of what it stands for, I think it actually well, it looks a lot better than LD Sports did. I know it's you know, not difficult to make anything look better than that, but I don't think it looks too bad at all. It looks like a Premier League shirt. I guess that's the best thing I can say about it. Yeah, I mean, it looks like a Premier League shirt because it's got a, a betting site on the front of it. Yeah, that's, that's what I mean, yeah. Um, and the club apparently are working with the supporters and stuff who have already purchased the kit with the outgoing sponsor on it. They're making a lot of money on that. They sell it on eBay. It's a rare one now, I suppose. Um, and speaking of the new shirt, with the new shirt comes new numbers. So th- this, I mean... When I was a kid, Kev, I was excited about like the new kit launch. I always was. Um, and, you know, it was a great feeling putting that new shirt on and getting your hero's name and number on the back the day of release. You know, it's looking looking fresh. Everything's looking new. The sun's shining and everything. But what happens if you're a little kid this year on the kit launch and you've got your new shirt with LD Sports and you've got James Ward-Prowse 16 on the back? Two weeks wow. later, new sponsor. And a new number for Prousey. What a colossal fuck up from the club. I mean, <laughs> it is awful, isn't it? It's just, how can you get it this wrong, this close to the season? Yeah, I mean, do it the other way around, surely. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, why would you even do that? Why would you release the kit with that and then change your numbers? I guess you can't really blame the sponsor on them if China have decided to do a runner, but what? I mean, I, I, this is unforgivable, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, think you'd understand the club delaying the release of the kit um, what mm. with, or, you know just say because Covid and everyone would be like oh okay fine but they delayed it last year because they couldn't get the sponsor right do you remember they released the kit and then they recalled them because the, the sponsor didn't look right and then they come out with a blue sponsor that was all shiny and awful yeah the Under Armour keep bollocksing up don't they um yeah, it's, um, are they offering refunds for anyone? Well, they doesn't? said they're still working with uh, uh, in a solu- for a solution for this, but it's it's going to cost them money, isn't it? It's just it's something that doesn't need to be happening. It's just yeah, it's, like I said, it's a colossal fuck. It's a shame because it's, it's quite a nice kit. It's it's now tainted. Mm. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, you kind of come to expect that. Uh, I think you know this this time next year, uh, I imagine there'll be some new debacle. Um, but what do you think of the uh, new Awaken? I, I, it's nice. It's nice. I, I would have done something completely different, but I mean, it's nice. It's no complaints. It's uh, it's one that I probably well, I say I will buy. I haven't bought one for a while, but no, I, 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 I might look into buying that one. It's nice. You, you not think it's a little bit too um, Pompey esque? Well, now I do. Yeah. It's, <laughs> no, I, I, I think it, I think it's okay. I said, like I said before, I would have nice, liked, liked a nice yellow and blue one. Um, but yeah, those those um, yeah. Those, sh- those shirt numbers, those changes. Um, I won't read all through them. I'll just uh, give some notable changes. Um, Kyle Walker Peters takes the number two. Bertrand moves up to three. Romeo shifts to number six. James Will Prowse to number eight. Redmond takes eleven. Oberfemi to fourteen. Valerie eighteen. Smallbone number twenty. And the new signing Mohamed Salisu is taking the number twenty-two. So Redmond's old number. So yeah. Okay. Have to get used Not to some new numbers now then. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be weird to see yeah, Ralph in a number eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it'll be half the player. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, on one hand, you know, you just got, you get used to those numbers and then, yeah, it'll be straight, you'll be confusing the players uh, on the pitch, maybe. But on, on the other hand... It yeah, what's Redmond doing at centre-back? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, on the other hand, it kind of looks like, you know, the, um, before they in- introduced individual uh, player numbers for each player... They just have you know one to eleven, and then yeah. the, if there were substitutes, they'd just sort of swap shirts. Mm. It's a bit like that, you know. The one to eleven is just the his preferred eleven. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I don't know. Is this a, was this um, Ralph's take? Do you think he's decided? Look, let's just why is why are all these players wearing like number twenty two and number <laughs> sixteen when we've got all these numbers that are open still, like number two, Cedric Lamina, number eight. Why are all these? numbers still open we could just fill them up right now and just make it look you know I, I've, I've been saying for ages why don't they just give Bertrand number three I think, but you know some players are like some players like their their squad numbers it's like yeah. Bed, Bednarek is obviously not shifted because he's still number 35 and I thought number six would have been ideal for him I would have bought I would have bought that shirt with Bednarek six on the back I don't want a number 35 <laughs> I'm not paying that extra few quid for that uh, second number <laughs> 
Nobody. I mean, has anyone got a shirt printed with number 35 on the back? Oh, there must be quite a few around, I know Tevez had number 32 a lot, didn't he, wherever he went. But I don't know. I just... I, I call me old-fashioned. I like the lower numbers. I, I like punching with his number 42. That's pretty nice. Yeah, I don't like it. That's obviously, like, Forster with his number 44. That obviously means something to him. Yeah. So there's uh, a report of a, a case of COVID at the club. An, un, oh, sorry, an unnamed player returning from holiday. Are we taking bets on this one, Mush? We were, weren't we? I, I, I'm going to say uh, Oriol Romeo. <laughs> I'm not having any arguments, though. I'm going with it as well. Um, but, I mean, he played yesterday. So, I mean, how long did they have to isolate? I'm unsure of the rules now. It seems to be changing all the time. So That's this, true, yeah. This article came back, what, came out a week and a half ago, is that right? About that, yeah. And I know that Romeo's been on holiday, but if he was playing yesterday, then surely it can't be him. There is, who was left out of that uh, Swansea friendly then? No one. Yeah, okay. Angus Gunn's not in there, not in there was he? Oh, he wasn't. Oh, good shout. Yeah, because they played Forster, didn't they? But then again, there's talk about him moving on. So the story seems to have died now anyway, so it's, um, it must be all clear. Yeah, should we go on to the transfer roundabout then? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Okay then, Kev, where do we start? Um, let, okay, start. Let, let, let's start with the done deals, right? Okay, so Kyle Walker-Peters has made his, his loan move permanent uh, for a reported fee of £12 million. Uh, good, good business, I think. From well, from Spurs' point of view, definitely, because um, uh, we haven't we haven't mentioned the uh, Hoiberg deal yet, have we? I mean, it was all sort of rumor, and it was just you know being finalised uh, when we last recorded. But yeah, I mean, he he went out for fifteen million, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Fifteen million. I mean, there was talk of like thirty, wasn't there? Yeah, but I mean that was famous uh, talk. That was no, that was yeah. never going to happen. He went for fifteen. Hmm. But I mean, even twenty twenty five, you think you know the the, the silly money that, that that clubs pay for players these days. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just amazing that we we we're three million better off. Yeah, we got three f- three million. We got Kyle Walker Peters on a permanent, and we've got three million pretty much, and we've lost someone who doesn't want to be here. So. I, I, I see it as good business. Well, Kyle Walker-Peters is, is, a, is a good little player. I think he's going to be a massive, massive He's a good player. signing. Yes, very good yeah, signing. I, we could, we couldn't not sign him, could we? No, unless um, Spurs have something to say about it. But I mean, I don't know. They're saying that the deals were separate, but you know, if, if we were not playing ball with Hoiberg, then we probably wouldn't have got this deal done. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not buying that for a second. But yeah, I, I think we, we could have maybe got more for Hoiberg, but then we just wouldn't have... Being able to get Walker Peters, which would have been ridiculous. So, yeah, I'm happy that. Um, kind of a give take yeah. situation, yeah. Yeah, we knew how well was going in ways, but, you know, would I rather we got more money for Hoiberg but had to look for somebody else in that right back position? No. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. good business. Um, and as mentioned in our previous pod, um, must tag Sally. We have finally announced the signing of promising centre-half Mohamed Salisi from Real Valladolid, Valladolid uh, for a reported fee of £10.9 million. Um, okay, if you'd like any information on him, please check out our episode 82. And we had a special guest from African Insider to talk about how good this guy can be. Um, so, yeah, that, 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 that's a good signing also, Kev. Yeah, I think it's what we've been crying out for for the last few seasons. And um, what we ostensibly believe have been getting every season um, <laughs> with yes. um, Hoots and Vestergaard and Danso, you know, going back, well, since Van Dyke left and um, Jose Fonte before that, we've been looking for a, a replacement and we haven't really gotten this such, have we? No, but I mean... That's why I'm a little bit more sceptical about it than most people. But having spoken to African Insider about this, they seem... Well, let's just say that I'm more comfortable with the situation and I feel like he is going to make a difference to us, albeit he's going to make, make a you know the bench 
probably for the first half of the season quite a lot, unless, of course, uh, Bednarik or, or Stevens get injured. But, yeah, I, I, think, I think he's got a big future. And hopefully we can see a lot of him there, because he obviously wasn't involved in the Swansea game yesterday. Uh, maybe he's got COVID. Who knows? Mm, OK, but, yeah, I mean, he's only just signed. Would he go back straight off on holiday and then have to go into quarantine again? I don't know. Uh, Tonight. I mean, he's got the right to, I suppose, but yeah, I'd be surprised if it was him, but I don't yeah. think we'll ever know anyway. No, um, of course not. But yeah, I think the one thing that um, reassures me is he's quite young. When we got Bednarek, I mean, it was, it was a good few seasons ago now, mm-hmm. and he didn't jump straight into the first team. He sort of, you know, well, he certainly didn't jump into the, um, Mark Hughes' team, did he? And no. Yeah, I mean, this may be a combination of um, Mark Hughes' oversight and um, him developing as a player. Well, he's still young as well. Yeah, so m- maybe that's a promise. And I don't know, you never know. Uh, it happened to Stevens, didn't it, that he just sort of had some sort of transformation. Maybe Vestergaard could do the same, but <laughs> he's still in the team. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I've noticed. <laughs> um, uh, of course, with, with arrivals, there has to be departures, and we mentioned it all, of course, earlier. Uh, Pierre Mahoyberg, great servant for the club, uh, always played with that passion, gave his all for us, actually, and he left under the right circumstances. As much as I don't like him, um, or um, not, not that I don't like him, it's just that I, don't, I just think he was a little bit overrated. Um, he saw out his contract, and, and he, he left for, quote-unquote, bigger things. Um, but yeah, good luck to him. I, I certainly won't be booing the guy. Um, but as I said, this move doesn't bother me. I think from my point of view, it's good for the player uh, and it's good for both clubs. Um, and uh, the only thing that my concern is, is that we're not going to replace him. And that's it. We, we don't seem to have that quality and the, and the depth in the middle of the park. That's my concern with it. If, if he's gone and we don't replace him, we, we, we're going to struggle. It's that simple. We can talk about how good Romain's been. And, you know, we can talk about, you know, how much of a boner we're going to get about the potential of Will Smallbone. But this midfield right now, Kev, is not up to the standards of the Premier League. I don't think, unless we replace him, I don't think we, we, we're going to, um, yeah, I just... Yeah, well, I, can't, I, I mean, can't that, there's a couple of options. Could move um, Armstrong into centre mid no. and um, play Gennaro Buffal there. That, mm. that was the intention initially, wasn't it? But he's too good there. Um uh, or, or getting a replacement. I mean, there's a lot of rumours about this um, Walston McGregor. Um, You're talking about Weston McKenney because he's already fucked off the events. Yeah. He, he's, yeah. Got, he's gone to Juventus online. He's, I mean, <laughs> let's face it, it's probably the right move for him. I mean, what you get your option, right? You can live in Turin under the tutelage of Andrea Pirlo, uh, playing Champions mm-hmm. League football for a, a realistic chance of winning four trophies with Cristiano Ronaldo, or come here. I, I, I can imagine Martin Simmons persuading McKenney and his agent. Is, uh, but, yeah, but no, uh, I mean, there's <laughs> we, we, a district of the town named after you already. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we can offer you that, Western, yeah. Um, you can take the number 13 shirt, and we have sports bet on board. Mm. Yeah. Um, we've got tea and biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I was genuinely. I, I I went to a job interview and they they offered me offered me the job, but the the salary was just just, just too miserly. I said like, look, that, that that that's you know, I'm just not. I'm looking for something more than that. I said, and that this was a genuine argument of this, but we've got tea and biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> um, now I stay at home with the tea and biscuits. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Hang on, was it was it Yorkshire tea? Uh, no, it wasn't. Uh, that might have swayed it for you. Probably Maisky or something, Lipton. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if if Western McKenney had come on board, I would have been a little bit more happy about the situation. I just don't think we've got enough quality and depth in that middle. Yeah, yeah. transfer window's not shut yet, so you never know. They might Kevin, this is Saints we're back. talking about. This is Saints we're talking about. They're, they're only after a, a kid who's 21 and is going to cost £2 million. That is it. They will not go out and pay big money for a, 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 a quality centre midfielder. That we need, by the way. They won't do it. Maybe we'll get something similar to the Salisu deal. So young, promising, proven at a certain level, but you know might need to go through the Southampton filter a little bit. Don't we need to get someone who's a bit more experienced now, though? It's a young team, Kev. 
I need someone with some height as well, because that's what we're lacking. Um, Vestergaard, um, the Walker Peters on stilts. Um. <laughs> yeah, let, let's try. Let's try and sign a player that's worth more than ten million pounds, and it's over five for eight. There you go. Do that. A couple of seasons ago, they they, they pulled a nice surprise out of the bag when um, Danny Ings got announced that he was going home. Mm. That was nice. You never know. You never know. Mm. Maybe. Okay. Moving on. Okay, so we've had a couple of players that have assigned new contracts. Um, James Ward-Browse has extended his presence at St. Mary's in a new five-year deal. Brilliant. And Love that. Jake Fokins also, four-year yep. deal for him. Another important Very pleased one. with that. Yep, but don't have a, another left-back, do we, after, after Bertrand? So, yeah, that's, um, that's nice. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, he was one of the last ones that we were waiting uh to hear from, I think. Um, but, uh, you know, I guess the COVID debacle was... Um, I've said the word debacle quite a lot this episode, haven't I? I don't know, um, I've not noticed. <laughs> the COVID crisis is, uh, uh, yeah, put off a lot of uh, the dealings. But so far, so it's, yeah, it's good, good to know that uh, he sees his future here as well. Yes, that's good. Good to get that over. Um, anyone else that's uh, left or coming in, Kevin? Well, we had a promising young Irish centre-back, Aaron O'Driscoll. Um, he's gone to Mansfield's year deal. Hmm. So a bit of a, an Irish party there. With, uh, they've got an Irish manager there, Graham Coughlin. So, as long as they keep the round of playing yeah. Oberfemi and Long. Yes, yeah, and Smallbone. And Smallbone, yeah. Uh, and, uh, sorry, and some rumours. Do you have any transfer rumours, Kev? Because this is your forte. It is, but we've got so much news that uh, I haven't even been bothering to collect them. I've heard a rumour about Obafemi going to Villa. I haven't heard that. Have you heard this one? No. Ah, OK. Well, apparently, Obafemi's uh, <laughs> going to be going to Villa. <laughs> no, I don't think that's going to happen. No, I mean, the, uh, we're waiting for a permanent deal, aren't we, on uh, Harrison Reed at Fulham? Yep. Yeah, and there's also talk of uh, Lamina going to Fulham with him online, with an with an option to buy. Uh, yeah, that would be quite nice. Yeah, wouldn't it? Uh, but that, I mean, if Fulham goes down, that's just going to kick the can further down the road with him, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's true. They just need to um, offload him now permanently. Yes. Um, there's quite a few we need offloading. Um, yeah, I saw. Um, uh, Russian social media uh, network uh, there's a, a Russian Saints supporters group there and they interestingly said that um, they're expecting as many as 14 players to, to leave Saints in, in the summer or wow. over the transfer window um, how many can you name? Um, Angus Gunn are you counting? No, he's not there No? Um, Lamina Yeah. Hoot yeah. Oh my God. Um, Harrison Reed. Uh, yep. Vestergaard. Yep. I guess then it's just all rumours then, like Oberfemi. No, I know. Um, they, they, well, okay. There's a few that have already um gone anyway. Um, uh, Yoshida and Cedric Suarez would have been out of contract. Sure. But they've gone anyway. Um, Hoiberg, he's been signed, hasn't he? Yeah. Um, uh, we understand that one keeper probably should really be going. Um, and they've, they've gone with Forster. Um, mm. Other than that, um, yeah, Sam McQueen, Jake Hesketh, Josh Sims, Sofian Buffal. Mm. I think he's worth keeping. And uh, Elian Usi. Of course, yeah. Incidentally, Kev, how old is that article? Um, it was a couple of weeks ago. Mm, okay. okay um, international roundup, Kevin. Okay, yes. Uh, Prousey and Ingsy. Uh, they've been called up to the England squad. Yeah. Um, we've got Nations League coming up. Yeah, Nations League against Iceland and Denmark. Um, Iceland's on Saturday the 5th of September. And the Denmark game is on Tuesday the 8th of September. Great. Um, I don't know much more I can say. They deserve it. I don't know whether they'll be in the start no, 11 or not. Probably not. Probably what, not. what do you reckon? Nah, no, nah, they'll probably get some action, I reckon. Maybe Ward-Prowse will come on. I don't think Ings will get anything. Um, but yeah, as I say, we play Denmark on, on the Tuesday the 8th, um, and if Vestergaard's playing for Denmark, then hopefully we could have Ings against Vestergaard. That'd be good. 
So England are definitely going to win. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Vestergaard, he's, he is um, in Casper uh, Hulman's new uh, squad uh, for the, the Nations League. Um, yeah, they play Belgium and England, obviously. Um, and they, they start Belgium on September the 5th, um, and then they play England. Um, Eri Nussi, he's in Norway's uh, squad against uh, Austria and Northern Ireland. And, uh, yeah, Shane Long also, he's uh, been included in the Ireland squad. Um, but, um, you know, Oberfemi's in the under-21s, uh, as is uh, Will Smallburn. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Will Ferry and uh, Tommy O'Connor. Yeah. Four Saints in there. That's good. I have to rename the Ireland under-21s. <laughs> um, yeah, um, Bednarik, um, he's uh, in the Poland squad that faces um, the Netherlands and Bosnia-Herzegovina. And I think that's just about everyone, isn't it? That is. That is it. Well done, Kevin. Um, OK, I think that's it for the international roundup, isn't it? Uh, as you say, uh, a few more bits of news we want to talk about just quickly. Uh, Ronald Koeman, gone to Barcelona. Yeah, <laughs> dream job. Yeah. Many would have thought that, eh, after getting sacked by Everton. Um, yeah, I think that's maybe the a straw that, that breaks the camel's back with Messi now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, yeah. Um, so just, just wait until the new manager comes in. Maybe it's not Miss Koeman. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Mohamed Elianusi, um plays in the Champions League qualifying game against uh, KR Reykjavik in which he scored a brace of goals. Getting next round, um, in which they got knocked out by Ferenc Varos. Is that a Hungarian team? Nice. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, they were expecting to waltz through, but um, yeah, ended up losing uh, 2-1, I remember correctly. Hi, I'm Matt Letizier. You're fired. <laughs> OK. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, Matt Letizier, okay. As, yes. as Lord Sugar has just told us, he's, he's fired. Uh, yep, he's, he's, he's gone from Sky Sports. Mm. I'm shocked, to be honest. I am, I am um, shocked about this. Uh, yeah, I mean, do they want a change of direction or change of dynamic? Um, it wasn't just him, obviously. No, um, Charlie Nicholas and uh, Phil Thompson have now gone as well. But, I mean, if they change in direction, why not get rid of Paul Merson? <laughs> Because that guy doesn't know anything. He's not good at his job, and um, Matt Letizia has been great. His, even Phil Thompson's good at his job. They can, at least they can pronounce the team names and the player names. It's just Merson doesn't know what's going on. And then now there's talk of uh, Jeff Stelling wanting to leave. Really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the one that I would be looking at and thinking, all right, he's getting on. He's been there for a while, and he's, he's, you don't understand it if it was him that was um, retiring. Oh, they'd never get rid of him. He's one of a kind. Mm, but, I mean, he's got to go at some point, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Just not yet. But, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a shock. But uh, Yeah, I mean, do you think that um, his um, Twitter conspiracy tweeting nonsense has had nothing to do with that? Nah, because if that was the case, you know, what, what about the, what's the other two? What are they doing that for? Um, I mean, maybe they thought about you know, debated about keeping him and... Uh, yeah, like pushed it over the line. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably for the best. I don't know. Yeah, he's not a uh, flavour of the month on Twitter recently. No, I'm quite possibly not of fully sound mind, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's peddling some quite weird shite on that. Yeah. Yeah, anti-vaccinationism and all sorts of nonsense. And, um, I think with all the extra free time on his hands only going to get worse. Mm. <laughs> unfollow, unfollow. Um, a couple of others uh, we've missed off of our usual roundup. Um, yeah. Another one of our owners is after one of the big six. Of course, uh, yeah, Carl Anker is uh, going to be reporting on Manchester United next season. Um, congratulations and uh, yeah, good luck to you. Uh, 
look look forward to reading interesting articles about a, a different team. Yeah, as um, you said about Koeman getting his dream job, and now Karl Anker's getting his. Yeah. Yeah, good luck to him. Um, Saints, by the way, will be reported on by Dan Sheldon now, um, who actually has joined the Total Saints podcast. Aha, okay, it's just a natural kind of evolution, isn't it? Okay, that's the answer for us to be reckoned with, isn't it? Um, but at the same time, uh, Southampton Delivery have snapped up uh, the Saints archive, and uh, they'll be presenting the Total Recall segment. Yes, yes, that's good news for uh, Southampton Delivery. Mm. Yeah, congratulations on the new site. So who are we going to sign them, right? Um, who do you want? We haven't put any, uh, any offers in, have we? Uh, that's true, yeah. Uh, we've, got, we've got all this. Hey, hey, wh- why been, not Matt Letizia? Well, after what I've just said about him, um, <laughs> give it a try, couldn't we? Oh yeah, why not? Hmm. Yeah, that Le Pod's come to nothing, and he's got a lot of a free time in hands. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure he'd love it. <laughs> um, just edit out what I said about uh, it is just before. Yeah, of course, of course. Um, okay, but I think that's it for news. Oh, okay. Is that all? Is that all? Nothing really. Then it's been going on. Yeah. <laughs> is that all? That was an epic segment. Um, yes. So, yeah, with the new season comes a new fancy Premier League. So make sure you get your teams in before the 12th of September deadline. Uh, we'll give you a link to our In That Number 2020-2021 league. Was there enough 20s in that? 2020-2021, so. yes. 2020-2021, yes. <laughs> I'm going to only pronounce that fully for the rest of the season. So oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, uh, so yeah, get, get your teams in and um, yeah, we'll see if we can have uh, a bit of competition in this podcast as well with the uh, Podcasters League 2. What about Super 6? Oh yes, and I'll, obviously I'll, I'll, I'll hit you out with the Super 6 once it reopens again. Um, and then, yeah, come and join that and try and challenge me. You're not on it, are you, Kev, because you can't do it in Russia. But yeah, everybody else, welcome to join. Um, and we'll get that out as soon as it's available. Yeah. Who are you going to be competing with if Matt is he's not going to be enough? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll just have to put, we have to put someone in there. It depends who they get in, though, doesn't it, I suppose. But they're working on that. Um, right, OK, so I think next week yeah. we're going to do our season preview. So look out for that one. Um, we are going to leave the show with a couple of... Uh, well, how would, you, how would you describe it again? Um, I just think it's maybe beyond description. Well, this is, yeah, this is one of those things that's been at the back of the cupboard that we've been sitting on for quite a while, and we thought that now would be the best time to do it because, uh, to release it, because it's, it's either now or never, really, isn't it? it? Is. Um, yes, but before we go into that, I want, oh, I've got a surprise for you. Do you remember how last season there was that profanity league table and Saints were like, where would we second, weren't we? Either second or third, yeah. Behind yeah, Watford and yeah. someone else, yeah. And it was our aim to try and uh, push us up the table next year, so you've got to have a lot of swearing next year, Kev, to do it. But uh, in the meantime, I've uh, created something for you, <laughs> um, which I hope you'll enjoy. So I will play that right now. I can't wait. So this podcast could handle that much swearing. Can't fucking subspench. <laughs> doing our fucking best. Yeah. Yeah, well, quite not. Everyone fucking hates him. God. Oh yeah, what a fucking belter. It's like, oh, well, fuck it, Jack fucking Stevens. Fuck up. Shit, where you want? He fucking swallowed it. <laughs> Just gets me fucking enraged. You wanker. They are fucking the right couple of twats. They they are a fucking dangerous team. And that that's that's that was just fucking outrageous. That's bullshit. Fuck it. Nil nil. Whenever the fuck that started. Bollocks. Fuck off, fuck off. Bite him in the ass. Just fucking lethal. Now it's all fucked up. Raging wanker. Oh shit. Oh shit. Can't fucking score it. Nah, a piece of piss. You fanny. Boner time. Yeah, we do tend to fuck up doing the other fuck. Shit, fucking cheekings. Oh, fucking hell. Fucking hell. It's like, oh shit, monumental. Fuck up. I, I was shitting myself and we fucking threw it away. Dad put the shits up and signed the fucking paper machine. Fucking thrashing. <laughs> Big fuck up. Yeah, we're all fucked, basically. Gone to absolute shit. Up the motherfucking saints. Fuck, fuck, cunt, fuck, fuck, cunt. Cunt! Fuck it, fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. Wanker. What? what? Since when there's their censorship on this podcast? <laughs> yeah, you knew it was going to be tasty. Maybe we just start next season already. Northern people. Yeah. 
that number is full of facts. It's me, Kevin, the Moscow Mush, and my man, Ray Hunt, and we're chanting Wesley Hoop. We're chanting Wesley Hoop. Like this. SFC, back again, 2017, let's begin. Come on, Pellegrino, the defense has been. DVDs in the fight, get someone in. The Lesbys over there, that's the selling for your cash and yeah, all the fans yelling. 15 mil means you're getting Wesley. Boop, there he is, Wesley. Who there is? Who number six? Who there is? Who number six? Who there is? Who number six? Who there is? Where's H O E D T? Now the Dutch at the back of the SFC. Now it's time for the punch to get in. These motherfucking sheets, please. He's keeping it in for the drive back in his own part. He's so smart. Wanna go down to Cherry's one nil? Who there is? Now let me say. Come on, y'all. There he is. Louder. Come on, y'all. Number six. Louder. Come on, y'all. Number six. Louder. There he is. Motherfucker, 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 Pellegrino's gone. Most news Mark Hughes will find a use. Like Yu Yan, plays every week. Never sub. Just our man Wesley swinging his hips like Elvis Presley. No one knows why Liverpool won't go. Sit young go. Who? There he is. He's done. Who? There he is. Who? Number six. 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 Well, it's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Sports Social Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.